Hi, I'm your host, Valerie Maya, and this is Become Light, the podcast where I share the knowledge on how to play the game of your life. There's an answer to everything and a solution always, and I will give you just that. Oh, and tips on how this whole world works. Hey guys, I'm so excited about today's topic because it is all about happiness. And to be honest, I have spent um, so many years when I look into clients and test their happiness level, most people were really low, um, myself included. I've had years and times in my life where I thought I would be so happy. I had everything I wanted and my happiness levels were really low. So I just find it so fascinating that we're all walking around so unhappy because to me, like, what's the point of us all being here if we're not at least happy and enjoying our life while we're, you know, focused on what we're building? And I know there's so many studies out there on happiness, and I know there's been um, a lot of experiments that have been, you know, played out and um, interviews of people in their 80s asking them what they love and and what makes them happy in their life and stuff. So, you know, there is this constant search for how do we how do we feel happiness? And I I agree (laughs) because we should be happy. And like I said, there's been times in my life where I had everything in my life, everything I ever wanted, and my happiness levels were so low. I remember I would check it and on a scale of one to 10, it would always be a two. And I was like, what is going on? (laughs) Like, okay. And I'll adjust something. I'm like, nope, still a two. And I'll adjust something else. I'm like, here we are. We are at a two. So now in my life, I I don't think it drops below a seven. Um, It's usually at a nine. So yay, I've mastered happiness. (laughs) But Uh, it took some practice. It definitely took some practice and it took some uh, skill building for sure to get there. But I wanted to share that with you guys because I think we all deserve to feel happy. And again, what are we doing here if we're not? So let's get to it. Let's, Let's boost your happiness levels. So there's three steps to having happiness, three components that if you have all three to a certain variation, you will feel happy. And obviously, Uh, The more you have these three things, the more happier you are going to feel. The stronger the happiness endorphins will will go on in your body. So let's start with number one. Number one, I would say, is like the medium-sized tool that takes some practice but isn't too difficult but definitely takes practice of retraining your brain. And that is to neutralize everything. And what I mean by this is when we are going through experiences and there are negative experiences, our job is to neutralize these experiences, meaning see the good in it. Because on a scientific level, there is good and bad in everything. If there was not, we would literally combust. So there is this balance. And at some point, I'll do just an episode on that, this balancing scale that, you know, there's good and, and bad in every scenario, every every situation. So when you have an experience that is negative, you want to balance out and neutralize that emotion. You want to find the positives really quickly. And at first, you know, you might be 
pissed and feeling awful for days and then you might start seeing the positives and then it starts to disappear. So you want to be more active on these in these moments of your life and quickly get really good at balancing out those experiences, finding the good in them. At this point in my life, it's it's kind of like a joke. <laughs> my brain is so highly programmed to balance things out that I swear like something bad will happen and I can't even for like a blink like a split second not see a positive like it's just like there's a positive I'm like oh okay great I can't even be mad because that is great (laughs) so um there's that there's that balance you want to get to where the foundation is really strong in your brain where it it sees the good and the bad all at once right but at first and like I said this took years of my practicing um getting really good at seeing the good and the bad that this will help with your happiness this will help with so many other things, but this is one of those components, one of the ingredients to happiness is being good at seeing the good and the bad. And I think this is why when people age and they get older, why their happiness levels will start to go up because time has passed and they'll start to see the bigger picture of things. They'll be like, oh, I get why I went through that. Like I can release that now. And they start to release these bigger negative things they've been holding on to, right? So you can actively do this on a day-to-day basis. I mean, even down to, you know, getting a flat tire and you getting pissed that you have a flat tire because you're late to something, right? Quickly balancing that out and saying, oh, well, I get to, I I get to just slow down for a minute and I get to have some time for myself um, is the positive of that. So you want to find those those little moments of negative and you want to find those really big moments of negative and get really good at neutralizing the negative thought. And it might take one positive to neutralize it or it might take 20. So you want to just get to the place where you accept the negative. And the more you get good at accepting the negative, this is going to boost that happiness level. So that is step number one, element number one, ingredient number one. Okay, ingredient number two is letting go of world beliefs. Now, world beliefs are these big concepts that we all believe are true. And most of them, um, the ones I'm talking about are like the negative ones, the ones that hold you back. For example, when I was younger, I almost failed high school and did not go to college. And at that time, I had this belief that I was stupid because I didn't fit this system, right? So the world belief is you graduate high school with, you know, A plus and you go to college and the best ones out there. And here I am almost failing high school and didn't go to college. So my, the world belief did not fit me. So I thought I was stupid. Luckily, I learned that I am the opposite of that. I just don't fit that system. So that is a world belief that was holding me back, right? So these are the belief systems that you want to pay attention to. What belief systems, what world beliefs are you living by that are holding you back, that are causing you to minimize yourself. Um, It could be something to do with weight, right? Like beauty is in a certain size, right? That, That can be a world belief that you have absorbed and that you now, your brain thinks is true. So the second key to happiness is letting go of these world beliefs, not living your life by these big concepts that you now think is true. Now, I've spent a lot of practice going into clients' brains, finding the belief, and flipping it. And I can flip it really quickly. 
but it took a lot of practice of me finding beliefs and then proving it wrong and finding all the reasons why they, it's incorrect. So that is what I suggest for you to do, is write down world beliefs that you think that you are living by that are controlling you in a negative way, and then act as if you're in a courtroom and prove it wrong. And keep proving it wrong until you finally go, oh yeah, that's not true. And this is going to take away these world belief concepts that are kind of restricting you from moving forward, from being yourself. Because if I kept that belief system right now in me about the the high school and the college, oh my God, I mean, I wouldn't be doing anything (laughs) that I'm doing for a career right now. Um, Because I would be like, I'm stupid. Why would I give you advice? Um, No, I'm the opposite. Like, I was able to let go of that belief system, right? And now I am step I've stepped into me. So I'm more happy because I'm able to be me. And this is I would say this this step is probably the one that made my happiness levels tank quite a bit is that I had a lot of worldview concepts that were holding me back because I tend to be very outside the box because I want to change the world and evolve and I want to try things and experiment with things. So when you have these worldviews that kind of put you in a box, it can feel very restrictive. And that caused my happiness levels for years to tank because I just questioned myself so much. So when you're dealing with this step, like I said, write down all the beliefs that you think are controlling your life and, and you know, have time go on. And if one pops in your head, great, write it down on that list. And then take some time to slowly tell that it, tell your brain that's incorrect. And if it takes you six months to get one belief gone, great. If it takes a week, fantastic. It doesn't matter, but you're going to let go of these beliefs and they're no longer going to hold you back. They're no longer going to be the, you know, the sail in your ship that's literally bringing you in the wrong direction. (laughs) It's going to be, uh, you know, chains falling off of you and you stepping into your true self and you'll feel so much more happy because of this. And a funny... (laughs) A funny world belief that I just find hilarious that I need to share. I was watching, I was on TikTok and a video came up that was like all the kids in the 90s and this guy's in the car and someone turns the light on and he's like, turn the light off, turn the light off. I can't see anything. This is so dangerous. And all the comments were like, did everyone in the 90s have the same childhood? And that is what I mean by a world belief that in the 90s, there was this like concept that if you turn the light on in the car, that it was super dangerous for the cars on the road and that the person in the car couldn't see. And this is like literally like here's a world belief system that was just instilled in all of us that we thought it was true. I mean, I remember thinking, oh my God, I can't turn the light on. Like it was like, it was so dangerous for me to think about turning the light on in the car. Um, So there's a funny world belief, right? That like literally we all believed. And now I think if you brought it up to anybody, any kid going, you know, right now below 10, they would have no idea what you're talking about. So there was just a funny world belief that, you know, we all absorbed and thought was true. Okay, so number three, and this is probably the easiest one and, you know, one that when your happiness is low, you can, you can lean into this one and it'll help boost it. Finding the little things throughout the day that actually make you happy. Because a lot of us, if you actually look at your life, I know when I looked at my life before, 
I would go through my day and I'm like, God, there's like nothing, you know, like I was just like working a ton or whatever it was. And at that time I didn't really love what I was doing. So there wasn't much in my day that filled me up. And now I'm so highly conscious of making sure I have moments throughout my day that really make me happy. So finding all those little things that actually make you happy. For example, I know the beach makes me so happy whether it's the dolphins in the water, the sound of the ocean, my dog running, and he's the happiest little man ever when he's running on the beach. There's all these elements that make me happy. So every single day, I go to the beach for a walk with my dog. It's, it, you know, it's a guarantee this is going to make me happy. So you want to find those like guaranteed moments that will fill you up, that will make you happy. And it could be the, you know, the barista that gives you the coffee every morning that makes you laugh. Like that's a guarantee unless that person's having a bad day, but most likely it's usually a guarantee moment, right? Or it could be the, I don't know, the sheets in your blankets in the morning when you wake up and how that feels, like just paying attention to those moments, noticing those smaller moments throughout the day that make you really happy. And when you start to notice them, you'll start to kind of invest time in them and really I don't know, elevate them and add more into your day. And this is going to boost your happiness level. So this is that third step that, again, if you just put a little effort into, it's going to boost your happiness. And it's crazy. If you have all three of these, I'm telling you, you could have the worst day ever. And if your happiness level is at a nine, I promise you, it's like there is a blanket wrapping wrapped around you and you are so happy even though you're going through something that is so painful. The worst days don't end up being as awful as they used to be. Having a really bad day and your happiness level is at a one or a two out of 10, yeah, that's going to feel horrible. You're going to be like, what is the point? What is the point of all this, right? And I know I've, I've had those days where I'm like, what is the point? I am miserable and this crap keeps happening. So... It doesn't have to feel that way when things go on in my life that throw me for a loop because we're here to learn things and we have to go through things, <laughs> but that's a whole other topic. Um, when something throws me for a loop and now my happiness level is usually at a nine, it I can pull myself out of it very quickly and and I'm not feeling like the world is crumbling in on me. We all deserve to feel happy because like I said, what is the point of us being here if we are not happy? So play with these three things. Some of them might take some time to integrate into your system and some of them might come really easy. But just know that everything that I give you guys is retraining you to be your energetic self, right? We were not taught skill sets on how to manage our energy system with our physical. And so just like when you were little and you learned how to write the ABCs, I'm giving you the tools on how to experience life to to its fullest. So it takes practice just like how you practice writing an A, B, and C in cursive and in caps, right? So Give yourself some time, but also just give it time and apply it, even if it's one time a week where you're just practicing these tools. It will pay off and it will be highly worth it. Thanks so much for joining me. Please rate, like, share, review so we can stay connected and this can continue to grow. 
I am your host, Valerie Maya, and this is Become Light.